Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Did you know that one bee has to fly approximately 90,000 miles, that's 145,000 kilometers, or about three times around the Earth, and gather nectar from some 2 million flowers to make a mere pound or half a kilo of honey. That's a lot of work for just one little Apis mellifera. So it's a good thing that honeybees are well-organized, task-oriented insects who stick together in huge families of several thousand workers per hive. And did you know that the honeybee is the only insect that produces food eaten by humans? And that honey never expires— Archaeologists have found pots of still edible honey in ancient Egyptian tombs that are thousands of years old. That's because honey is hygroscopic. It's great at absorbing moisture, so it'll basically desiccate any bacteria or mold that try to eat it. And it's acidic. With a pH somewhere between 3.5 and 4.0, it's about as acidic as orange juice. 
A groundbreaking 2018 study led by biologists at the University of California, San Diego, consolidates scientific data from around the globe to show that the honeybee is the most successful pollinator in the world, the most important single species of pollinator in natural ecosystems, and the single most frequent pollinator of naturally occurring flowers and non-crop plants on Earth. That's a pretty big, vital deal for the planet, and no small feat for creatures with a brain the size of a sesame seed. Their amazing B2B communication skills allow them to pipe, that is buzz, waggle, or dance, and beard, mm, in order to protect themselves and their life's mission, making honey. But let's go back to that last one. What the heck is bearding, and why do honeybees do it? It's all about keeping cool. Honeybees are able to regulate the temperature of their hive throughout the year. In winter months, they raise the hive's temperature by huddling together and vibrating their wings to generate body heat and keep warm, sort of like if you were to jog in place or rub your arms to warm up. But in the summer months, the average temperature of the hive should be between 90 and 95 degrees Fahrenheit, that's 32 to 35 Celsius. If it gets too hot, the bees will fan their wings to lower the temperature and circulate air throughout the hive. Sometimes they collect and place droplets of water inside the hive and then queue up at the hive's entrance and fan their wings, creating air currents that evaporate the water and push cool air inside. And while the fanners are outside fanning, there are bees on the inside fanning as well. In summer's severely hot weather, when the temperatures rise to extremes and the hive's population is large and crowded due to an abundance of nectar flow, the bees head en masse out of the nest and cluster outside the hive to try to remain cool and keep the hive from overheating, which could kill the next generation of bees that are growing or hatching. Busy bee activity inside the hive generates a lot of heat. So they leave the hive and cling to the outside, then create even more airflow than regular fanning by huddling together and beating their wings. This activity is called bearding because the formation that the bees make on the outside of the hive is shaped sort of like a beard. It's a natural, normal behavior and should not be confused with swarming, which occurs when the bees all get together and decide to leave the hive for greener pastures. So if you see a bunch of bees in beard formation hanging outside their hive, have no fear. Think of them as amazing apian generators, a society of whirring little porch fans buzzing up a breeze to try and beat the heat inside. Today's episode was written by Carrie Tatro and produced by Tyler Klang. Brainstuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other buzzworthy topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Uh, Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. 
It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.